Good morning. I'm Playbook Editor Mike DeBonis. It's Monday, April 24th. And it's a huge week for us here at Playbook. The White House Correspondence Center is on Saturday. And that's basically the Super Bowl for us here at Playbook and what we call the rest of the Playbook Cinematic Universe. We'll have more on that in a second. But the fact is, it's just a big week for the news generally. For one, we're all expecting President Joe Biden to launch his re-election campaign this week. Now, all the usual caveats apply. He could still change his mind, et cetera, et cetera. But the plan still appears to be that POTUS will launch round two with a web video on Tuesday. And there was reporting over this weekend indicating that his campaign team is falling into place. Several outlets have reported he's eyeing Julie Chavez Rodriguez, who's currently a White House advisor as his campaign manager, and our Chris Cotalago and Sam Stein reported Sunday that Michael Tyler, a longtime Democratic National Committee veteran, is likely to be communications director. We'll obviously be watching closely as this plays out this week. The other big news driving the week is in the House, where Speaker Kevin McCarthy is hoping to get his Republican conference in line behind his plan to handle the debt limit and set himself up for negotiations with Biden and congressional Democrats. He promised Sunday he'd be able to deliver in a Fox News interview, but he's still got some work to do with his most moderate and most conservative members. Our Rachel Bade is watching this really closely, and she's got a nice look ahead in this morning's newsletter. A vote could happen as soon as Wednesday, but expect that to slip a day or two, or potentially longer, if things really go off the rails. And joining me now to discuss this crazy week ahead is Playbook co-author Eugene Daniels. Good morning, Eugene. Hello, Devonis. Good morning. Are you ready? Are you prepped? Oh, my goodness. I've been calling it Hell Week. Um, <laughs> it, is, it is. It is kind of our Hell Week. But I, I'm calling it a whole week, and I'm not even a White House Correspondents Association board <laughs> member, so I, I hesitate. It is an exciting week for the board. Right. And Eugene, as a board member, will be sitting on the dais at the actual dinner, yes. but the real sort of like grind is this week of sort <laughs> Getting of- Getting there. It's the social calendar, and yes. it is like, it's this sort of event for what I like to call the Playbook Cinematic Universe, uh, where everybody <laughs> is, it's like, it's not only CNBC and it's like, you like go and drop dead, you know? It's just like- it is. And DeBonis, what's really funny, so last year was actually my first one as a playbooker or anything. Like, I had never actually really done the week. And I messed up, and I went too hard on Wednesday. And Ryan was like, oh, no, that's not what you should have done. So I am moving slowly this week. So while we're giving advice, you actually went and solicited advice from Washington's most distinguished party experts, let's call them. You asked them a few questions. What did you learn? So I asked them three questions. One was... At this point, Monday a.m., if you haven't received an invite to the hottest parties, how does one weasel their way into getting one? I know everyone wants to know that one. With so many parties this week, how should one decide which one is the best to go to? Also a very good question. Even though I wrote it, I, it was a good question, I must say. Um, and the best piece of advice for people doing this week, what does it look like? And, you know, some of these people, everyone has heard these folks before. Tammy Haddad, Susanna Quinn, Steve Clemens, Simone Sanders, an unidentified reporter who we are giving anonymity to talk freely so they won't get in you trouble read, at work. But you have read this person's name in the playbookers section. Of <laughs> you have seen these people many, before. Many <laughs> All of these folks you've seen and heard from before, you know, and that... That first question, right, which is what all of you are waking up this morning wanting get, to get answered. If I didn't get an invite, how do I get one? Tammy, who throws the garden brunch on Saturday, um, said, think about what you have to trade. The special guests you can bring, your family's ticket to the city open, a hot table at Cafe Milano, a private tour of the pandas, drinks at the wharf. 
She's a trade. Trade it. What could you do? Purely transactional. I like it. It's very transactional. Susanna gave more so, some um, measured advice. She said, message the host of one of the sponsors and ask, but buyer beware, there is nothing more annoying. So it's like a shoot your shot moment. If you want to go, you're going to yeah. have to, you know, put your pride aside, ask whoever is the host and pray that they let you in. I will be honest. Usually they do. Usually they do. Except for Politico. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're, nah, we're not, we're not getting no tickets out. No one else. <laughs> and I sh- we should mention that if you do beg for a last minute invite, you better go, right? Like if you, you if have you- to go, yes, or you have ruined. I mean, it's like, I mean, the thing about the parties in DC is it is a perfect example of why DC operates in the way that it does on relationships, right? The parties aren't just like to go get drunk. That happens. There's also a lot of things that people will see it throughout the week as parties start going and we will have them in playbook. But like when you have the secretary of state talking to a random report about X, Y, and Z, that tells you something about how DC works. That's why luckily that part of it makes the the party going easy. It's the not sleeping that is hard. Right. Remind me, what was that last question again? The very last question that we asked them was best advice, best piece of advice for WHCD weekgoers. The reporter, who shall remain nameless, don't go hard on Thursday night. Steve Clemens, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Simone Sanders, it's a marathon, not a sprint, folks. Also, this is a work week. So the best advice is to not do what Eugene Daniels did last year and take it slow. You want to make it all the way to Sunday. (laughs) That's what you want to do. You have to make it to Sunday. Right. And thank you, Eugene, for reminding me it is a work week. So <laughs> let's get is. back to work, right? It is. Someone has to get back to work. Eugene Daniels, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And for your schedule, the Senate and the House are both out today, but there's other news to keep an eye on this week. The trial in E. Jean Carroll's civil lawsuit surrounding her sexual assault allegation against Donald Trump opens in New York on Tuesday. On Wednesday, President Biden hosts South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol for an official state visit and dinner. And on Thursday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to travel to Israel and give a speech in Jerusalem and potentially meet with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. And a last note, if you're headed to a party this week ahead of the Correspondence Center on Saturday, tell us who and what you are seeing out there. We love any and all boldface names in our spotted section, and we'll keep you anonymous. You can find a phone number to text as well as an email address, and plenty more reporting as well in politico.com slash playbook. I'm Mike DeBonis. Thanks for listening.